Babe, do you see? It is 11 a.m. exactly. Yeah, I think this has got to be the first time you've ever nailed it right at 11 a.m. I came through. You did. What time <laughs> did you get up this morning? Um, I got up at 8. I had to wash my hair. I had to dry it. I had to curl it. <laughs> okay. Priorities, well, it looks, baby. It looks good. Thanks. I like that you're wearing yellow because it kind of matches with the aesthetic. Does it blend a little bit? It just pops, yeah. I look like I belong here. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I like that. Well, we've got some really fun news to share with you. Um, it's kind of been what our last 10 weeks of our life has consisted of, and I'm really excited to chat about it with you and to share it with our audience. And um, it's just a, it's a really big deal, and I'm really excited, uh, and I've just been watching you work so hard, and uh, I'm so proud of you, and I'm so excited to chat about it. Um, so let's hop right into the episode. Welcome, everyone, to the Freddie and Alyssa Show. If you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe, like, follow all that fun YouTube stuff. If you're watching on Facebook, be sure to follow the page, and if you're listening on a platform like iTunes, hello out there. If you want to give us a five-star review because you think we deserve it, that would be awesome. We've been putting up content now for almost four years and we're just enjoying our journey. We want to thank you for all your support of tuning in every Wednesday and checking out our clips. And, uh, you know, we strive to entertain you uh, with our life and bring you pop culture and a lot of other fun stuff. And um, we're learning and growing and we're going through such an, uh, a growth period in our life. And I'm so happy that we're able to capture it and kind of share just the whirlwind of uh, experiences <laughs> that we're having. And the first thing that I want to get into is a huge congratulations because... Do you want to announce it yourself rather than me announcing it? Yeah, I'll take it. So everybody, say hello to Florida's newest real estate agent. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> if I've been MIA on social media, it's because I have been studying like a crazy person nonstop. Um, but yeah, we're really, really excited. I know for me, real estate's something that's always been a huge, huge interest. You know, it's always yeah. really intrigued me. And in early or my, all my 20s, let's say, traveling was really, really a big passion of mine. You know, we did a lot of traveling together. And through the travels, I was able to discover this really cool love for architecture and interior design. And it's just something that's always been in the corner of my mind. And I'm like, when the right time comes, I'll get my license. Well, that time came, um, I was chatting with my mom in February and my parents moved here in April from New Jersey for anyone who doesn't know. So it was a big deal because they sold their house up there. They wanted to purchase one here. And in February, when I was chatting with my mom, she's like, I need to find a house. And so I started doing my due diligence and finding stuff online um, that was available to me. Obviously, I wasn't a real estate agent. And so I started sending her stuff. I was like, this is so much fun. I love this. I love helping people try and figure out and find exactly what they want. And I had sent everything over to my mom. She's like, man, I just wish you could be my realtor. And I was like, hmm, I got kind of perfect timing. So I looked up everything online. I researched and I found out that it was 63 hours of education and I could do it all online. So that was yeah. really big for me because you know, going somewhere in person that takes up a lot of your time. But I'm like, if I can kind of do this on my own schedule and even study if I need to at midnight to do something that I like that flexibility. That's just how I work. So I was like, okay, let's do it. And I feel in the beginning, I would sprinkle it in when I could. I mean, we had a lot going on because not only did we have a lot of company, like remember your parents came, my parents moved, we went down to South Florida, we were in the middle of vaccinations, running our show, lots of collaborations. Like there was just a lot going on in those few months. So I took my time with it, but then I was like, oh, my parents are gonna be here soon. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get this yeah. done, I gotta get it going. So just crammed, 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 crammed. What, what, what do you think was the like what was your experience going into it this okay so this is what's so crazy with it last friday i ended up taking the course pretest. so in order to even get to the state exam you have to do 63 hours of education and pass the 100 question course uh pretest. and i waited to take that because i was like if i don't pass this i'm gonna have to wait 30 days yeah to take it again and then if you fail that you have to take the 63 hour course again and so I was like, time is of the essence. I have to make sure I'm so ready because my test was scheduled for Monday. So it's Friday. May 10th. May 10th, yeah. 
So Friday night before May 10th, I go, okay, I have to get this pretest done because I had been studying all week. Took the test, got an 88. I felt really good. But then I started prep agent Saturday morning. And like I said, the language was just very different. And there were a lot of things that I go, oh gosh, like Aceable Agent told me I had to know about all the condo documents, which by the way, that wasn't even on the test, you know? So you, you just don't know. And of course, tests change every year. Um, but I spent Saturday, Sunday, Monday morning cramming like 10 hours a day on prep agent, really understanding the type of questions, um, that would be on the test. And I mean, I think I, I did like 700 questions of testing in those few days. It was insane. It was nonstop. So Monday comes and I was excited. I was nervous. I felt really confident with it. Um, and even, even the math portion, which is crazy, I, felt so confident going in, but it was because I found this woman on YouTube. Her name's Karen Clymer. Funny enough, she's in Orlando and she just broke the math down of what you need to know, simplified it so thorough. And I just, I memorized all the formulas. I practiced a lot. And for me and for anyone who's been following for a while, you know, I love language. I love writing. I love reading numbers. Like that's your jam. I can do it for sure, but I, it's not like my second language. Yeah, know? yeah. So I really studied, and when the math portion came, I knew everything. So that was really cool. But going into the test, you know, I'm all about mindset. And this was what's so crazy. I got to take the test here at home. It was proctored all online. And it was really interesting because they were saying if they hear anything at all, that I'm just going to literally my test will be disqualified, disqualified yeah. and that's it. So you took the dog, you left and I'm so basic, but I started blasting. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. And I was jumping around the house cause I had to get that energy out. You know, I was really excited. And, um, I sat down and when you log on, they say, okay, send us your phone number. They send a text with a link. You click on the link. You have to take a picture of yourself, picture of your license to make sure it's you. And then you have to take pictures of four different angles of the room that you're going to be testing in because they just want to make sure you don't have a whiteboard or anything, any answers anywhere. And so I did that. Then this woman comes on. um, She can see me. She's viewing me. But the entire time you can't see this proctor. So it's kind of like a little weird, you know, because I'm I'm being watched (laughs) like a lawyer, you know. Yeah. Um, But she starts chatting with me in the text box and she says, can you show me, you know, the room again? Just got to make sure. She's like, oh, you can have the water, but you can't have a calculator or your chapstick. And I go, huh. So I get up and I put that in the next room and the phone, of course, too. And I was like, well, what do I do about a calculator? You know, there's math. And she goes, oh, no, don't worry. There's a calculator in the system and a whiteboard. So if I need to sit down, write notes, whatever it is, or figure problems out. So I was like, okay, that's different. And I started the test and the test was, I think it was three and a half hours long. I finished it in about two and as I started going through it, it's interesting. They say that when you first start the test, you're going to be like a little nervous. So it's going to seem so silent where you're at, where it, you're just going to be like, whoa, it's a lot quieter than I thought. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to be like that. This is in my house. I'm taking the test where I studied all these hours. And I sit down, the test starts, and all of a sudden, it's so quiet, like, just so quiet and then i start hearing the freaking clock going and i was like what am i gonna do how am i gonna take this entire test like this but once i got into it i didn't hear that anymore i think that was just probably like the nerves yeah you know um and i just i kept going through and i felt pretty confident about a lot of it but i finished the test probably in about two hours so i said i have an hour and a half I know this sucks, but let me go back and check every single answer. You know, just have the time. Let me do it. And it's funny going back with a different brain. Once you've fully taken the entire test, I was able to really sit and understand and go, oh, wait a minute. That's not right. Or, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Because you can flag different questions if you want to go back. That's oh, that's good. So I could go and see. But I mean, I looked at all of them. Um, Did you make any changes? I did. There were like, I would say probably like three or four that I was like, oh, why would I say that? This is obviously this. But I was, you know, you're going through it and you're like, oh, what's 
what's coming next? And then not to mention, anytime I go and grab my water, I was like, I hope she doesn't think I'm cheating, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, it just was so interesting. And then there were times when I would catch myself and I was looking at a question. And if I didn't know it, I was like taking a deep breath and I go, this proctor thinks I'm probably insane. It's probably really interesting watching people under like, it's a pretty stressful situation, you know, you yeah. want to pass this. And um, I felt really cool, though, because when the math portion came up, I pulled out the whiteboard and I was typing all these formulas out just to make sure I knew them all. I was like, this practice probably thinks I know my stuff. <laughs> Maybe she wasn't watching. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Because you had to get a 75, right? Mm-hmm. 75 or higher. So yeah, and what else is really cool is the brokerage that I'm going with, they have a coaching program. So for the first three transactions, they have a coach who's there with you, of course, understandably. And they also have this little area of, you know, classes if you want, just because now that you have the knowledge, it's going into the field and doing it. That's going to be a different experience. And what's really cool with helping my parents, I get to kind of get that first time experience with them and really understand what it's like so that I can continue to go on and, you know, help others, which will be really nice. Well, and I think that's why we really wanted to to help your parents as well is, you know, being someone's first is, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. with being your, with your parents now with your second person after we sell them a house, sure. you're going to be able to say, um, you know, hey, like, I'm not new. If anyone ever asks you, like, this is my second, I just started, but it's not the first ever. Sure. You know, it's kind of like going into surgery. Like, imagine doctors who do heart surgery for the first time, and oh someone's like, gosh. how much experience do you have? Well, this is my first... Oops, sorry. Um, <laughs> this is my... Where's my pocket? This is my first time doing it, but I, I promise I've done a lot of schooling. Yeah. I had an online proctor watch me do one on a dummy, and oh so I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? You're yeah. like... It, so it's going to be nice that you have one under your belt and that we can yeah. see because from what you explained to me as well is like, you know, this the test was similar to how schooling was in yeah. the sense that they teach you a lot of stuff and then from the real estate agents that we spoke to, there's a lot of it that you'll never use. Kind of like how I felt in high school. It's like so much you learned you never use. Yeah. And I, it's just funny how education works that way where it's like, let's give you all this information but then in the field... Like, like you said, you didn't know how to like how to get with the brokerage, how to start the MLS. There was nothing about how to actually be a real estate That's agent of dealing with be. rejection <laughs> and learning about leads. Like, luckily, yeah. we've done enough in that yeah. that I feel like that's going to be a strong suit. Totally. And now for you, it's just learning the instrument of the ins and outs. But I think and anyone who's a real estate agent can can let me know if I'm right or wrong on this. But I think probably one of the hardest things about being a real estate agent is being self-employed or a business owner. Um, and having to deal with a commission-based business, yeah. having to deal with getting leads, um, being a, a, per, a, a people person, communication skills, dealing with rejection, um, staying organized. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's the skill that I think probably, um, and being a person that attracts leads. Yeah. And that's the thing that we learned the most. And that's when we started working on ourselves once we got into business. Yeah. Is that <laughs> people want houses, people want water, people want microphones. But there's a million of them. Right. What what makes them go with you? And it's like you have to continue to get better as a person to attract people to want to spend time on a major purchase with you. Of course. And so a lot of the work has to do with ourselves. And I was like, this is like really cool. So yeah. I'm I'm so happy and and it, it's amazing because I don't think I've ever seen you um, in that study mode. <laughs> <laughs> Not even study mode, but just just like just massive accomplishment in like 10 weeks. Thanks, honey. You know what I mean? Because yeah. everything else that we do doesn't really have an end. Sure. It's kind of like, you know, I guess when we like wrote our book that yeah. had like a beginning, middle yeah. and an end. Um, but we but that was also different. Like this was a very accountable responsibility. There's a deadline. And the reason yeah. there was a deadline, too, is that we didn't realize it was going to take this long. Because when you, when you think in your mind, you're like, oh, 63 hours, if you do like even four hours a day, you know, how long is that really going to take you? Well, and I would say my biggest, um, not issue with it, but just something I didn't realize when they said 63 hours, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to learn this. I'll be done. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada, bada boom, bada bing, bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I would be done. And so... 
what I learned is that I would sit and do say three hours, but when I was learning it, I go, I really want to absorb and understand this. I don't want to just memorize. I want to really know what it is I'm learning. So it almost kind of doubled the time. Yep. And then after that, going to prep agent from the course, it was, there was even more stuff. Yeah. So there's just so much learning. I mean, real estate is not a simplified type of, um, test if you want with all the information there's a lot to know but then a lot of uh, real estate friends are like oh you're not going to really use anything on the test it's just kind of a formality which i understand the state wants you to know all of this stuff you you have to know the laws you have to well, know yeah. the history and all of that and the principles of it so i understand it all but i'm just like excited to get out there well now you get to do the fun part yeah which I love. The fun part is the marketing and sales yes. part of it. You know, it's like the yes. prep is, is always, you know, but yeah, it's, it's just really, it's, it's neat to, um, to learn, to teach. Yeah. I think that really helps. Like if you, and, and I think us being, you know, on social media, having a podcast, especially now getting into real estate in general, um, you, you want to know what you're talking about. And so yeah. if you just memorize, it's past the test, it's kind of whatever. So it's, yeah, but you're, but it took a really long time. It took way longer than we thought. And then you have to do like fingerprints. You have to register with the state and there's all these different steps <laughs> and like applications and background checks and like all of this stuff. And, um, and then we also too, it's like your parents, you know, moved here. They have an Airbnb with an expiration date. So we thought we'd be done by April 1st. Yeah. So it took six weeks longer than expected. So then once we got down to this level of, we need to like do this. Yeah. It, it that was also the added pressure because we have about a month to find them a house. And then yeah. not to mention the market right now. The market is crazy for anyone who's not in that world. It's a seller's market. At the second a house goes up, there are numerous bids. People are just paying way more than you know, you normally would. So it's it's crazy out there. On top of all this too, Alyssa and I are, you know, moving in in <laughs> a uh, couple weeks. in 18, 19 days, uh, but we don't have a place yet. So no. we've been looking, but on Trulia and on Zillow and apartments.com, everyone that I've called has already been, um, so fast. is gone. So once we have access to the MLS, which will be any which will today be any, or tomorrow. Yeah, then we'll be able to get those hot new listings even for rentals yeah. for us to go find. Yeah. So we were also waiting on that. But um, but I was I was driving around all these areas, you know, looking for your mom. Because that's, that's the thing I like the most. Like, I like looking at the You've areas. I like looking at the numbers. I and I can't wait to be able to do, like, the videos, the marketing, the advertising. Because I want to start making, like, little vlogs. Because this is, like, what I've been craving mm -hmm. is, is that I want to be able to... Um, bring the camera and create like little mini because like imagine you meet a couple who's moving to Orlando and they find us online and they're like hey and we're like oh my gosh we vibe and they're gonna go look for a house yeah to document that if they're cool that with being be on camera fun. going showing through the houses they're, they're putting in an offer and not dramatic like because a lot of these shows like million dollar listing or I'm sure even selling sunset and all these big shows yeah. I can only assume that some of the dramas made up because sure. it's so high stakes TV, yeah. but YouTube and Facebook's different. I think people love the authenticity that if something, if they do put in an offer and it, and but they you're going to get, get real it, drama because the market's insane right now. Well, yeah, but it's <laughs> but it's not it's not to produce a show. It's to document the yeah. process yeah. and also for that couple to always be able to have that oh. video to look back and go, oh my gosh, we went to six houses, we finally got one, and then you show that whole process and edit into like an eight minute video. I love that. Let us video. know below if you guys want to watch some stuff like that because that could be really cool. Yeah. And going to look at houses. Like I love, I love looking that. inside, you know, looking at the houses and doing all of that. So, um, but yeah, we, we've, we've really haven't thought other than just like slight little marketing stuff and things that we want to do with it. Um, it's just been mainly focusing on the information. Yeah. And I love that I got to sit in on a couple of the chapters because anytime it was like numbers or taxes like, and write-offs. <laughs> I dropped you everything. I, I don't know why. And then as soon as it went back to like the code and the chapter and law and of this case, I'm You're like, like I'm, I'm out. out. <laughs> but the um, but I loved looking and, and learning because when it comes even to real estate investing, mm -hmm. it, I, I just, I don't know why none of this was taught. Like, like why isn't, like when you learn even the tax code. When you're learning about like investing in real estate properties and rentals and then understanding how Exemptions you can. Exemptions and there's so much I learned and that I go. And the tax shelters. 
Yeah, that's huge. So this is what's really interesting of why people, and then they always, like Robert Kiyosaki and Rich Dad, Poor Dad, or even some of the interviews he's done, like he always gave a vague answer. And I remember people always were like, what do you mean? He just goes, if you want to um, have tax um, exemptions or write-offs, he's like, you need a business. You start a business, you can have tax write-offs because the biggest bill you have that any human has is their tax bill. Mm-hmm. But if you start a business or a self-employed, you're able to use the tax code legally and be able to reduce the amount of money that you're paying into taxes that you can put back into your business. And they were talking all about investing and a 1031 exchange, how you can take the capital gains from the house and you can move it over to another house of equal or more value and you don't have to pay the tax on the money you made and you keep on growing it and growing it and growing it, but you don't have to pay the tax because they're incentivizing you to continue because the more you grow, the more people you employ, the more it helps the economy, the more. So they incentivize people to build businesses and it's really not that hard. It's just the risk and the knowledge of learning. Like you don't want to end up buying something that ends up being a, a property that you didn't know so much was wrong with, or then you sure. lose money. So there is risk. And I think that's why people stay away from it. But these days it's like even a steady job's a risk these days. Everything is. So, Nothing is certain. No. Nothing. So that's why. But yeah, so so I don't really, I don't really know other than just taking, I, I just feel like our biggest step was Let's help you pass the test. Yep. Let's help you sell your parents a house. Yep. And then we can kind of take a deep breath and go, okay. And find a place to live for And find a place to live. And then <laughs> we can move really... forward of like, what's going to be this plan? Today's episode is sponsored by Green Chef. So Florida Fred wants to become a better chef. So I usually just kind of make things up as I go but I'm going to have Green Chef help me. And Green Chef has been helping me. And I want to tell you about it because it's been absolutely amazing. Green Chef is the first USDA certified organic meal kit company. Enjoy clean ingredients that you can trust, seasonally sourced for peak freshness. And here's some of my favorites. Ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped. So you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. Uh, Green Chef makes eating well easy and affordable with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto or paleo, vegan, vegetarian. They have all these different options. But I just love that they all come prepared. Because sometimes if I go to the grocery store, I'll end up wasting ingredients, which I don't want to do. So it comes just pre-packaged, ready to go, step-by-step. You like tear the bag, you do this, you do this, and it's just step-by-step. And here are... Uh, what they send you. If you're watching this, you can actually see. It's a little guide. So I made Greek beef and feta patties the other day. So good. It was so good. the best meal I ever cooked. I know. I know. And I'm learning techniques about cooking that I didn't know before. So that's also what's amazing about this. Not only are you getting like a good meal, but you're, you're learning, learning cooking techniques by following what do you know? A recipe. Yeah. So Green Chef, thank you so much. If you want to try Green Chef out for yourself and follow along too, because Florida Fred's going to go on this journey and I'm going to be cooking all different types of food. So if you want to come along on this journey, um, Green Chef is offering a huge discount for all of our listeners. So um, go to greenchef.com forward slash 90 TFA show and use code 90 TFA show to get $90 off off including free shipping so this is a really great deal so you can go to greenchef.com forward slash 90 tfa show and use code 90 tfa show to get 90 dollars off including free shipping since i'm the wildly sentimental one i'm going to take over our next sponsor today's episode is brought to you by storyworth so no doubt it has been a great, great year for all of us. And I know for me, the one thing that's really helped me get through it is calling my mom and having her talk me through it. So this year for Mother's Day, I was like, well, what can I get her that's, you know, really thoughtful, heartfelt, sentimental? And I found it with StoryWorth. So StoryWorth, it's this online service that helps moms, grandmoms, um, mother-in-law. I have one of those now. You do. (laughs) Or just any mother figure in general help share their stories so that you can have them forever. And it's really cool because every single week what they do, StoryWorth will email your mom 
They'll ask her or give her a story prompt to ask her a thought-provoking question where your mom will then reply with her story. So maybe it's a question like, what's the best piece of advice you've ever gotten from your mom? Or what's a talent you wish you had? You know, just questions you probably would have never asked before. Yeah. And it prompts your, your mother to be able to answer it and share her story. And the very cool thing about this is after one year, StoryWorth will take all of these stories plus photos and make a really special keepsake and send it for you so that you'll have it for generations to come. Oh, wow. That's so sweet. Yeah, that's it really makes cool. My heart's so happy. So, yeah, they will ship that for free, which is also awesome. But guys, give your mom the most meaningful gift this Mother's Day with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com forward slash T-F-A-S. You'll get 10% off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com forward slash T-F-A-S for $10 off. So thank you so much, StoryWorth. We appreciate you so much. I was going to say too, throughout all of the studying, you were an absolute gem. You like anything I wanted, you would bring me breakfast, lunch, dinner. Like if you go back to my stories from the past few weeks, there were so many things of uh, meals because you were just cooking for me, back massages, cleaning, going to the store. Like you did it all, and you because you took all that stress off of me so that I solely just focus. So absolutely, because I wanted that. you to succeed, and there's a commission. Um, <laughs> Fred loves money. <laughs> so the, uh, yeah, but but we were also in a really interesting position um, of there was nothing else that we could focus on. No. So we were kind of at a stalemate for the past six weeks where I, but for me, I really, I, I, I've been really taking my fitness a lot more serious. I've been really, um, you know, I just really took this time in between like the stuff that I was learning with you and like yeah. running the household and doing all that. But I also kind of took some time for myself mm -hmm. and I was, I was driving around looking at all these different areas. I played an, an ungodly amount of basketball yeah. and just exercising and just, it, it was really therapeutic for me to kind of just take a break because sure. we have been at it nonstop mm -hmm. since I mean, I don't know how long, to be honest. Like, we've never really taken just some time. And even though we were continuing to do our podcast on Wednesdays, mm -hmm. our producer podcast on Sundays, you're crushing it on Instagram, going to do all these photo shoots. But um, but every now and then, like, I just kind of took the gas off of, uh, of social media yeah. and just kind of took a, a break. And it, it re-energizes you. you where now that. I'm, like, hungry to, let, to start posting again and making mm -hmm. silly videos. But, you yeah, you kind of center yourself. You, you kind of do take yeah. a break. I think it's the new, it's funny how in 1980, taking a break was going camping. Hmm. Now in 2021, taking a break is just getting off social and just living a normal life. Yeah. And, 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 and just, you know. You have to. And, and it's really, yeah, it was really, really good. And, and uh, but now that we've accomplished this, we can kind of put back in motion a few of the projects that we were like waiting on yeah. so that was my whole thing is like i was working on behind the scenes stuff but i was like i want to like move forward and now we're so close to selling your parents a house and then us moving i was we like you know finish what it and then we'll let's finish everything. it we can regroup in about three to four weeks and um and then we can see where we're at but yeah i i, I want to get them a house i want to move i want to get settled and um and then go back to another like 90 day run Absolutely. of work 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 build something and um and it's going to, it's going to be great. But yeah, I'm so proud of you just watching you crush all that. And, uh, and, uh, and being able to celebrate in a win where I didn't have as much of the anxiety and nervousness. <laughs> you didn't have to do any of it, but you took care of me. That's important. You know, what's so funny is I went to, there's this place called, um, Baldwin park. And you told me about that because you did a photo yeah. shoot there like a month ago or something. And so as I'm driving around looking at different areas of, um, of where we were wanted to look or where we wanted to live, um, you were taking your test and I didn't want to bother you. And I had Benjamin and I said, you know what? Let me just go check out Baldwin park. I'm already up here. It's about 45 minutes away, but I was already like 30 minutes towards that way in like Windermere area. And so I went to Baldwin park and I don't know where I was because the GPS said I was like 0.9 miles away from my destination of like, I just typed in Baldwin park, not a thing. So wherever the center of that would be, but I ended up in this beautiful, like, I don't know what it was like community. And I just pulled up and there was two benches overlooking a lake and a little bridge. <laughs> and 
there was no one around. And I said, this is so strange. So me and Benji just kicked it by the, by the, by the lake. We just like were chilling. He, he like laid in the shade under me and he walked around and had a good time. And then we, um, and then we went back and as I'm working on my fitness, uh, stopped at McDonald's. Um, <laughs> and we shared a little, uh, a cheeseburger. Aww. He didn't like the fries. And so I'm waiting there and I'm like, she's been doing this for like two hours and 15 minutes. I'm like, I was like, ah, I got to go drive around some more. <laughs> and, uh, and then you called right when I left McDonald's and you're like, I passed. No. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so amazing. So, um, we can get back to some sort of a routine because it's, uh, we get our life back a bit. Cause it wait, was wait, wait, wait. nonstop study oh God, nonstop. Yeah. I mean, I even, it's crazy. You're talking about social media and kind of decompressing, I wasn't on social media much because literally every waking moment of my life was study. Like yeah. all weekend long that Monday. She and still po you still had your you, you were on the you weren't on the consumption side of it, but you kept up everything. A little bit. I took a few days off of stories just because I had to. But um yeah, just it feels kinda good. You just kinda in it when you're like in the real world sometimes. But I'm ready now and it's so funny. I feel like lately everything in our life it's been a surprise, like our wedding this and the whole reason I didn't want to talk about it is I'm very much a like don't talk about it be about it type person like yeah let your actions show and you know there was just so much going on I didn't want to be like oh this is what I'm gonna do I, I hate that so much yeah when I'm doing it I know you do too you don't like talking about things we're gonna do you like to do it experience it and then talk about it it's more well, like I like to talk about it while we're doing it that's true that's you, true. You, so I think that, I think I think saying you're good. That's why even like with some of our ideas, because there, there's times that we'll have an idea, yeah, and it's the greatest idea, and we're up at eleven forty-five, <laughs> and we're writing things down, and we're like, this is a great idea, and then six days later, we're looking at it again, going, why would we ever think that was a good idea? Uh -huh. Because you get new information, or you start to flush it out, or you sleep on it, and you know, th this is, this is just such an interesting time, um, in our lives. And I just feel like we're learning a lot about ourselves mm -hmm. and we're just in this period of, of just trying things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This is a good thing. It's a good thing. Cause we're like, well, what's our next step? And, um, and I knew real estate was always on the map. I always, but was with your parents years. moving here, um, hey baby, Benji, no, no snoring. Um, <laughs> with your parents moving here, it kind of, um, created a, um, like urgency and reason uh, uh, to do it, you know, well, that, that there's a, um, that there's a, uh, a, a treat at the end of the, of the study. Uh, yeah. Because in general, it, you know, just like we've done this enough in so many different industries, it's not a salary job. It's not like we right. graduated college and then, and, got employed. and you just go take six yeah. interviews and then you got employed and then the money's right there and you're like, wow, you know, sure. this is also one of those jobs that it's, it's a business in the sense that there is no yeah. salary. So it's commission based and you know, you could sell 10 homes this year or none or 30, but it's really nice knowing that we're going to get experience and we're actually going to get a little something to kind of, okay. Cause there's going to be investments. There's going to be things you need to pay for. There's yeah. got to be like. And then I'm sure like even with certain equipment, like there's going to yeah. be, an, it's going to be nice to use the money that we're making on a, our first commission for the experience. And with a lot of brokerages, you know, which I didn't know either, because usually a real estate agent will receive 3%. Um, and I don't think in Florida, if it's a residential that you can represent a buyer and seller, correct? So I don't know if that's another state, but, but you can, if it's a commercial unit over a million dollars. Yep little things I retained. <laughs> but anyway, we're, we're most likely going to start in residential. But so you so you'll get about 3%. But then the brokerage is going to get anywhere from 50% to 0% mm -hmm. from your 3% right. for doing their job. Yeah. So as we were looking through all the brokerages, there are some that are 50-50 split, some are 70-30, and some are, or you get 100%. And uh, the one that we settled on, um, is really interesting because they do a 30 a 70 30 split mm -hmm. but only on the first three transactions which i think was so fair 
Totally. Um, again, we're new. I might look back and go, oh, I don't, you know, I'm just from what I know right at this second, yeah. that sounded cool to me because it wasn't based on sales. It was based on transactions. Well, and also too, they're giving you a coach for these three transactions. And that's beautiful. Yeah. Then you should, because yeah. you're going to want someone to go, okay, so. How, how do I fill this contract out? <laughs> what is, yeah. I mean, you're starting from scratch. Yeah. So I think that is so beautiful. And I love yet again, another bonus of, of selling your parents a house is that that checks one of those off. Yep. So now the next two you'll have your coach. And then from there on in perpetuity, it's a hundred percent of your commission. And, um, I'm just excited to just see what this is going to be. It's going to be like, like you said, it is a business. You're not employed. You're out there doing the thing, finding the lead. So I'm just curious to see how it'll, it'll all go. And I think it's a really great compliment to everything else that we're doing in life, which is really nice. And it's where we want to go in the future. Yes. Because as much as we're doing a lot of stuff on social media, I, believe in social media in the sense that it'll be around for a very long time. It'll evolve into VR. There'll be new social platforms that I think we can continue to carry on to. But I love the tangible aspect of um, real estate, like investing, having some of your money in there. Because even in the next 10, 15 years, to own a few properties, to have people renting, it's just going to be nice to have different streams of income coming in. And I also love that the pressure... um, the uh, I, I also love the that there's no pressure because we have multiple jobs, <laughs> so it's not like you and I are just like we don't have a job and we need real estate, um, and I think that's going to come off really well. Sure, it's kind of like when you are auditioning the people who go in desperate, like I need this job, never, never got it, but the one who's just like, hey, where do I stand? Yeah, I don't even know my lines. I'm so sorry. Um, He's so adorable. He doesn't care. It makes me feel good. Um, That's a little exaggeration, but kind of not. But going into it of you're just like, hey, like I'm doing real estate. Yeah. And it's just like, would love to help you, but all good if not, because we do our podcast. We have everything else that we're doing. So it's all supplemented. So I think that's an advantage too of having multiple things going on. It'll be really interesting Hey, with your audition thing you just said, entertainment talk, I saw Days got picked up for two more, is it years Two or years. Whoa. So did they ever have that when you were there or was it, like when you first signed, didn't you sign a four-year contract originally? Yes. I signed a four-year originally and then I want to say after that, they might have had one two-year. Okay. So I think I think they yeah they finished out the four then they might have had a two year and then it's been for the last four years it's been one 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 wow. one. So now I'm curious too for all the actors if they're going to be offering two year contracts again or if they're going to be doing just one year because the reason we always did one year one year was sometimes the actors didn't want to be locked in for longer than sure. a year, but they also didn't know if the show was going to be picked up so they would just do year long contracts, which also was like a weird vibe the last four years because as soon as you start your contract and you blink, you're like, I only got nine months left. Yeah. But if you had two years, it feels like you can go, oh, okay. I'm good for two years, even though they could still let you go after every 26 week cycle. But, (laughs) but it was, um, but it was always like, you know, stressful. Yeah. You have nine months and then what are you going to do for a living? Huh. You know, you've got eight months. What are you going to do? And then, oh, you're renewed for a year. Your contract's okay. Then you have like about three months where you're feeling confident. And you're like, in nine months, what are we going to do for a living? So oh. it's always, been, that's why it's transferred over to this of why I feel like what we're doing now, it's just kind of like, you know what I mean? Because we, we haven't been, like, we haven't had a paycheck in. From a job. From a job in um, 15 months. Yeah. So every penny we've earned has been, no one's paid us that. We have earned it as self-employed people or entrepreneurs or whatever you want to call us. Um, And that's very rewarding, but it also has that same. Yeah, because you're just like, okay, well, so we got money for this amount of time. And then like three months go by and then you're like, oh, then you're like, oh, now we just got extended another six months of money. And then, so you're kind of like, you're like responsible. So that comes with a lot of freedom, but it also comes with all of the accountability and responsibility. Um, but do you think back in the day on days, like say in the eighties, nineties, that they had long con contracts? Um, like what would you imagine that to have looked like back then? Cause it, back when it was like soaps were it. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why they would do a four year with me. 
in the beginning. Yeah, it seems like that could have been pretty traditional. Right. And that unless you were one of the big wigs where like they wanted maybe to do they were one at a time. There's been a lot of of actors and actresses who have left and go, I'm not signing a year contract, but I'll do recurring, but then Days is like, no, because if we write for you and then you're not under contract and you go book something, then we're screwed. Huh. So it's kind of like I understood that where I go, oh yeah. Imagine they're just like, hey, we need you. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not under contract, so I'm not obligated. I'm going to go on vacation instead. Wow. But then you burn a bridge. But I'm yeah. just saying in general, it they want to know. People wouldn't do that. But if they booked a pilot or a movie, they'll go, sorry, can't. But if you're contractually obligated, then you can't take the movie. Well, and that's what's very interesting about working on a soap, especially when you're a younger aspiring actor. It's been used plenty of times for people to have great, thriving careers but other people at times start on a soap like I think even Brad Pitt and George Clooney and it was kind of like a stepping stone to go into movies and obviously there's a lot going on in the world now where movie stars now do tv and everyone's just like commingling if you will but it's interesting to see because when you were young too you were like well what if I get this audition that I'm going out for while I'm on days you know and trying to yeah. have the schedules aligned so it's all just really interesting and it's just another part of um just having something in any industry where there is risk and making yeah. the right decision and you're like is this right is this meant to be? What do I do? But you'll never know. No. That's you know, you that, that's the it. thing. There, there was actually, um, there was a friend that I was hanging out with uh, during the booking of uh, of days. Uh-huh. And I remember when it, when it came through that uh, I tested for it or whatever, I remember she was like, um, she's like, I wouldn't do it. She goes, you're young. She's like, it's four years. And she goes, I, I, I would pass. Huh. And I remember thinking like, yeah, but I haven't worked. I mean, I was on 90210, but um, but the contract, here's the interesting thing. I bet you the new people on Days Now are getting a way better deal than we got in 2011. Probably. Because my first two years there was like peanuts. <laughs> hey, it's your first thing though. You... But I think there are people now who are who got in for a year. See, here, here's basically, here's what, here's what goes down. When you do a, a four-year contract, you come in as a nobody. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to pay you. But after two, three years of your contract, now all of a sudden you have equity because people are a fan of you mm-hmm. and, it, and, and people want to see you. So you add value, but you can't negotiate higher prices because you're locked into a four-year contract that you signed when you were a nobody. But now when these actors are coming in who sign a one-year deal within a year and become a megastar on the show, they have leverage to negotiate for year two. Wow. Because they would say, well, they're like, oh my gosh, the fans love you. We want you to come back for year two. Then the person could say, well, I want this much money. Where when I'm locked in for a four-year contract, it was just, you know. So the first couple years was not that much. I mean, it was still a lot. If if you knew the gross, you'd be like, wow. But even in my first four years, I had a manager and an agent that was getting 20% plus 30% in taxes plus 9.25% in sales tax. Ugh. So technically, you're only keeping 40% of your money. So hypothetically, if it was, say, $100,000 a year, you're like, wow, at 22, you're making six figures. You're taking home 40000 Wow. And the cheapest rent is 1500 <laughs> So you don't even make enough to pay your rent. Oh, my gosh. So the only reason that I had money during the first two years of days was because I booked six national commercials and made like a couple hundred grand. Yeah. You were like the commercial king. But that subsidized, not subsidized, supplemented Uh um, those two years before it started getting higher. Yeah. But it's really interesting because people will, will think like, oh, you know, people on, and there are people making really good money, but you also have to take into consideration where it's located. Where it's located, if you have families. The cost of that looks like. Yeah. Like, I would say in California, especially now with taxes, in, in compared to like my hometown, $75,000 in my hometown a year, you are going out to eat when you want. You're driving a car that's like newer. Yeah. That's like, you know, yeah. 10,000 miles on it, going out to dinner, hanging out with friends, remodeling your house, like 75,000. And then if you're married to someone who makes 50, yeah. 60,000, I mean, you, you're you crushing it. In California, 
that's probably equivalent to two hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and maybe like three fifty as a household, yeah. because you're getting taxed so much, and the cost of living is so much that even if you're left with eight thousand dollars cash after everything per month, your mortgage is four thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Your groceries are fifteen hundred. I mean, your money's gone. It goes quick. So that was that's the interesting part. And with actors, that's even crazier because your manager, your agent, and then some publicist, and then your accountant. That's true. Like even my my accountants over the year, plus Lisa who stole. But um, even my accountant for the past four years before we moved was expensive. Yeah. So when you really do all the math, that's why you and I have always been super hungry of like. What else can we do? Yeah. How do you lower your overhead? Yeah. And because you're just, you're kind of just spinning your wheels. Yeah. It's very difficult, yeah. especially when we made mistakes, mm-hmm. you don't have any leeway. So it's, it's just been a huge roller coaster. But, um, but I'm really, really, really happy that they got two more years because yeah. I remember Ken Corday years ago was like, we're going to make it to 60. And he said Where that like five years now? ago. I think they got renewed through year 58. Oh. So. So you know he's going to want to do 60. I got to say, though, the fact that they just got two more years and in a world where I guess soaps have not made it that much, that's such a huge accomplishment. I think days held on during a very, very pivotal moment. Mm-hmm. And I think that they got hammered in... 14, 15, 16. Yep. And, um, and there was like talks of like a potential talk show coming in and, <gasps> and all those right. things were happening. And it was like the numbers weren't doing well in comparison. But then something magical happened. All these apps came out YouTube, social media, everything became popular. Yeah. And I guarantee you, people at NBC are looking around going, we had six new shows come out. No one's watching them. We just spent millions of dollars. All that's working is dance shows, voice shows, reality shows at night, prime time. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Kind of like mm-hmm. all this great cheap entertainment. And they're trying these new prime time shows. We had a friend whose show got canceled and they were doing millions of views. But on prime time, you need oh, millions yeah. of views. It's on Netflix now though. Yes. So that's really good. But I'm saying that they're probably looking at days of our lives going, it's always consistent. Yeah. So I think we hit now a point where there's so many platforms. You know, for some reason, our Hulu, I got to like change. Maybe the cards expired or something. But mm-hmm. Hulu was like, oh, we couldn't charge your card. And I was like, oh, I'll redo it. And then I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't need, I don't Hulu. need Hulu. I, I, I don't. <laughs> I, I watch like Shark Tank on Hulu, but I don't watch it. Why was I paying six, six seven dollars a month? Happens. And then I spend all my time on Amazon Prime and on Netflix. Ninety-eight percent of everything I watch is on those two platforms. But I'm seeing Paramount. I'm seeing Discovery I'm, Plus. That's those are the two Peacock, that I've been, Those are the two I'm using. Disney Plus yeah. is absolutely crushing it. Yeah. HBO Max. Yep. But there's just so many now of um, of these different platforms. So I think NBC. At this point, 2021 is looking at going, Days is doing 1.5 million every single day. That's Yes. Yeah. What's the chances they got two years? After almost being canceled for four years in a row, and now you get two years. Mm-hmm. And so that's the fan base. Yeah. The fan base does not waver. They love the show. And it's it's a staple of NBC, just like The Tonight Show. Yep. And you got to think, too, for NBC, the fact that it's already a well-oiled machine, it's been there for 56 years now yeah they have the sets built the teams like why would you want to cancel all that and start something new unless it wasn't performing well but it is so i don't know when you just look at all those different um details of it it just kind of makes sense why they would keep it yeah and i think he is snoring like every 10 seconds um yeah but it, it was really good news and i think it's it's good to um to uh, to keep that to keep it running. I know. So congrats, days. Yeah, it was really good news. I love to keep up on all the days news from uh, from Instagram. Me too. I saw Eric's story and I go, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that that's really good. Um, so yeah, it was it was a really a uh, lot of good news this this a lot week. Of good news. And I feel like something. It, this is like 
it, it was almost like the last eight weeks was the end of something. And now there's like totally this new agree. blossom and, and like, I have so much, um, optimism. I have so much, uh, just energy yeah. and I, I'm, re- I'm like ready to go. And, um, and it's just, there's a lot going on. And speaking of good news, have you heard that Benifer is back, baby? Do you know who that is? What that is? Benifer? Benifer. What is Benifer? You you seriously don't know what Benifer is? Is that one of the, what are those called when you smash names together? Compound name. Well, you know, what's really funny. Yes, it is. It's Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. They were the first ones to start that compound names. Really? Yeah. They okay. Let me they, just. They could give, just say they could have said Jen, Jen and Ben, but Benifer is way cooler. Benifer is so cool. Yeah. And then also before I tell you about this, I've tried to put our names together. We don't have a cute compounding nickname. What would you call us, Fralissa? <laughs> it can't. Be, I think the most interesting is Frala. Frala. Yeah. F R and then A L A from your name. A L A. Frala? Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A. You take out the is. <laughs> Fralissa. Not Fralissa. That's too, like Frala. Frala or or uh, F-R-E. We need your help. Yeah, guys, help us think There's of something There's never cool, been like, a name even on days that they no. haven't been able to compound. Uh-uh. Because you feel how like Benifer has a ring. That's why it's stuck, because, and that's why it started that, because it so, sounds so good off the tongue. Benefer. Benefer's back. So, okay, let me explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, okay, Jennifer and Ben dated 2002-2003. They were one of the first couples in the public eye when paparazzi was hot, you know, because we were coming into a different time, like New Millennium, and everyone freaked out because... They were saying, like, Ben, I guess, like, really became that, like, poster, picture-perfect guy. You know, yeah. the shaved beard, like, clean-shaven, nice, quaffed hair, just such a gentleman. Just everyone was freaking out. Well, they were young, and they didn't know at the time, but they were excited about their relationship. So they, I've read a lot about this. Jen always said, she goes, we just were too accessible to the public eye because we were so excited in the beginning and it was new. Like paparazzi didn't chase people like they, they chase people, but not in the form of what happened in early 2000s. It got to a crazy extreme. So they were one of the first major couples that experienced that tumultuous, like, like under the spotlight type life. Yeah. You know, so they dated 2002-2003, and they were going to get married. They had this big wedding plan in Santa Barbara, September 03, and a few days before the wedding, they canceled it. And Jen had said she was explaining, you know, when you had to, when you were actually having talks about hiring three decoy brides, that that's a problem, and maybe we should just, like, not do this. There's just too much publicity on us. Other people say, though, he got cold feet. Who knows? Long story short... I went back in this crazy hole of watching, rabbit hole of watching all of their interviews. And you could just see they were just so in love. She was like obsessed with Like she was just really into him. They really seemed like they had a great relationship. What was he famous for in 2003? Like what was some of his, because he well, became real famous. They did Goodwill Hunting in the, when was that though? Goodwill Hunting was like early, was early. Early 90s. I mean, what's he do? Didn't he do a bunch of um, like superhero movies? That or was way later. Way later. That's a good question, because she they you know what they met on the set of um, Julie, I think is how you say it. Remember that movie they did like some rom com? I heard it wasn't great. I don't know if I ever saw it. Do you know how old he is? Like fifty forty eight. Yeah. He's forty eight. She's fifty one. Maybe. But this is what's so crazy about the whole story is she just broke up with A-Rod, which I got to say, I was a little sad about that because I really like them together. But I think he kind of did her dirty just from, I, I don't know. I don't know. But she hasn't seen Oh, like, A-Rod? Yeah. I, I think he um, like fooled around or messed around. I'm not sure. I don't know them. But she uh, apparently went back to Ben. And what's really crazy is first there were reports that like he was going to her house 
And there were like no pictures, but people are just saying, oh yeah, like he's going over there. And then they're finally, the first picture of them came out because they went to Montana vacation. They're in the car together. And I just feel like I'm back in 2002 because the internet's freaking out. You, I feel, weren't as much into pop culture when you were younger, but like early 2000s to me, it was everything. It was a time. Yeah. You know, like a really cool time and just so many and like the nostalgia. And so seeing those pictures, you're like, wait, what? Well, and I'm sure they're if they're like meant to be, it's probably going to be like so amazing now because they're have 20 years of life experience. So they're probably yep. the same people, but yep. the, the growth is going to help them maybe yep. stay together if that's the, yeah, real, real quick though. Uh, oh, what were his movies? Well, I mean, he's done, he did a lot. He did, um, um, in 2003, he did, I mean, yeah, he's always worked. What, what did he do? Um, Jersey Girl, Paycheck, uh, Jiggly. Giggly. Giggly. Yeah, that's Gig- the one he did um, with Jennifer. Okay, and Jersey Girl was 2004, but they, he could have shot that before they met. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Pearl Harbor, um, <gasps> Boiler funny. Room, Dogma, um, Shakespeare in Love, Armageddon, oh. Goodwill oh. Hunting, Chasing Amy. Oh my gosh, so we should. So he watch was some of a his very. Big movie star. And then he just got even bigger. bigger. <laughs> Argo was so good. The oh, town yeah. was so good. He did the town and Argo back to back. Wow. I've always been a fan of him. He's great. And so they literally broke into the industry with Goodwill Hunting, right? They wrote it, he, he and Matt Damon? Yes. Yeah. I, I, th- I think that's so remarkable. I'm like it's slightly so jealous, jealous, but not in a negative way. But just the fact that he like had a buddy and they like moved here and they've always had each other. And then they do this, um, they do this, uh, um, what's it called? Greenlight on HBO. I watched a season of it where they get, yeah, I, I'm, I don't know why I'm not, I just literally watched it like a month ago, um, where they have all these new filmmakers submit and Matt and Ben, um, oh, it's like re- pick reality. somebody and give them a green light to shoot a film that goes on HBO. But just seeing that they have this friendship, I think they're always at like baseball games together. They're friends with Kimmel. And then Kimmel's got Kimmel that sorry Matt Damon we ran out of time. Well, I also saw too, Matt Damon was on some sort of um, show being interviewed and they asked him, they're like, well, so what do you think about Jen and Ben? And he goes, fascinating topic. <laughs> That's all he said. <laughs> he probably knows so much. So much. And he wouldn't even And then Ben's been through so much. Yeah. Just in his personal life and just, so you know. struggles. But he's also just got like, he just has swag. Like he bounced back. He's cool. Remember he was hitting that random girl up on the Raya app recently? Yeah, we saw it on TikTok. And, he, and so they matched on Raya. And for those who don't know what Raya is, it's like this creme Tinder de la creme for celebrities. Celebrities, You have yeah. to be, you know, famous or have a check mark. Who knows? But it's a long process to get on there. So you can literally match with Ben Affleck and this young, gorgeous, beautiful chick matched with him. But then she saw, she goes, I don't know if this is actually him. So she unmatched him. He went to Instagram and sent her a video. Hey, why'd you unmatch me? It's me, Ben. (laughs) But he said it, he just, because. You don't give a F. It's got to be so weird to be that famous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's it's still, um. It's like, because even for me with like my micro fame, when I'm in rooms where I am famous, because everyone in the room knows me, I still say, hi, I'm Freddie. Nice to meet you. And some people be like, we know, but it's still strange to me because I, I'm, I forget that I even have micro fame because I live my life and 99.9% of the times I'm out and about, no one says anything. Imagine being Adam Sandler or Ben Affleck or Will Ferrell or Will Smith, knowing that everywhere you go everyone knows you and i remember when i met will ferrell and i uh raced go-karts with him in 2006 and uh i remember being like hey i'm freddie and he goes it's nice to meet you but like he (laughs) didn't even introduce himself as will because it's it's like we know of course you know who it is but it's i even felt like when he goes hey it's me ben like he said it in (laughs) such a funny way because all you have to do is just put a video on you're ben affleck in someone's dms yeah oh my god oh 
Like he's just a like to be that well known. I I I inspire though. That that's the one thing that intrigues me about like massive success is the whole like to be um you just have no care in the world yeah. because no matter what you do, you're never going to be like broken homeless. If someone says anything like it just nothing matters. Yeah. You're just like I, I don't care because I'll never go hungry. I'll never have to worry about retirement. My kids will be good. I'll never have to worry about anything. Yep. So this ultimate freedom of I cannot, even if I tried, get rid of my wealth. Yeah. I remember Chris Rock had a joke about that back in the day. He goes, he goes, there's a difference between rich and wealthy. He goes, rich, you can get rid of with a 90-day crack problem in the summer. Wealthy, you cannot get rid of. Huh. He goes, basketball players are rich. <laughs> the people who sign their checks are, are wealthy. wealthy. Wow. And uh, I butchered his joke, but that was what he was essentially saying is that there, there's a dip, like Ben Affleck has wealth. Oh like these people have so much wealth that you, you can't lose it. Yeah. You know, there's a difference between being rich. You make a few bad decisions, you're broke again. And then he also was married to Jennifer Garner, who's wildly successful too. Yeah. You know, but I'm just really, that's, that's one thing that really, that really pushes me though for success of like truly being in a position one day to, to wake up and go like money's not on my mind. Yeah. What do I want to spend this precious time that I have? Cause every person who reaches that kind of success and wealth, that's all they ever talk about because money doesn't matter anymore. So the only currency they can possibly have is their time. Yeah. And just to think like how 80% of people think about their decisions based on money. Yeah. Like, oh, you want to go to Austin, Texas? What's the first thing we think of? Not if it'd be fun, not what we would do. Well, how much will it spend? It was like, well, how much would it cost? cost? And then if we are gone for a week, what would that cost? What would food cost? What hotel? And then what would we be missing money-wise taking seven days off? Yeah. Like you, you can't just you can't just say like, I want to go to Austin because I want to go and just check it out. It's really hyped right now. Like, let's just go have some barbecue. Right. So you have to, you're making decisions based on money, yeah. not off of what you want to do. But that's my whole point. He's probably swagged out because he just goes, look, <laughs> I could sleep in and I could turn off all my phones and I never have to do anything ever again, ever. And I also can DM hot girls in their 20s with one video and get a date. Hey, it's me, Ben. <laughs> I played, I played Batman. Oh my gosh. Remember that super, remember that line remember in, in Batman, the kid, the kid in the car is like, What's your superpower? He goes, I'm, I'm rich. <laughs> so good. So good. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's done a lot of really great projects. Great career. Yeah. Great, great, great career. There was also something because like Amazon recommends like pe customers also watched. And I've been in this, this uh, thing of watching. There was something very special about like to give it a bigger window, 2005 to 2015, but even smaller, like 2008 to 2013, that five-year window mm -hmm. had some of the greatest films. From 2008 to 2013, huh. some of the greatest films. Like what? Everything you've ever seen that's good is in those five years. Do you have one movie? <laughs> um, one film? World War Z. That's Ben Affleck? Or, I mean, uh, Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. <laughs> that was really good. Um, and then just a lot of other Oscar films. <laughs> That were good. I don't know. I've, I, I forget because like I we'll, watch. We'll come back with a list later. Just just type in best movie of 2010. You'll be like, oh, wow. It was a goodie. Just everything. Everything was so good between 2008 and 2013. You know, it's crazy because last night I was trying to find a movie. I was like, I've been so busy. I've had my nose in the books. I'm so excited. There's probably so much out. I can't wait to watch a great film. And I couldn't find anything new. Like, literally, in the past two, three weeks, there's been nothing good that's new. There is a movie I was going to start, but I didn't start it yet, with Ed Helms. And I guess he is um, having a surrogate, but he's going to raise the baby on his own because he's hitting a point in his life. He wants a baby. And um, I, I forget what it's called. I didn't even start it, but I did rent it. Is he going to fall in love with the surrogate? I'm assuming so. So maybe we could watch that later. You know, you know, another thing too, and this, this could be wrong, but I'm curious your thoughts and then we should really wrap this up. I know I've, this has been gotta, a long one. We've got to get going. But, um, 
It seems like back in the day when you watch a movie from like 2011 or 2012, it was kind of, you were watching it about the people in those moments and doing fighting zombies or or falling in love or whatever it was. It feels like 2018, 2019, 2020, like a lot of the TV shows and, and movies are kind of like commentary on what's going on in the current state of the world. I feel that. Like there's a lot of um of like um of like you know political um uh, agendas yeah. which is important, yeah. you know, but it it just seems like it's so overwhelming. Um it seems like there's a lot of like like how many times are we going to see like people who are older like not knowing how to connect to their Wi-Fi? Or like talking about like what's a boober? What's a what's a Google's? Like how many times have we like there there's just too much commentating on like old people being like I'm on the face gram. I'm like that joke was done in 2016. It's done. We get it. But Retire you know what I'm saying? It. it seems like there's too much commentary on pop culture. I feel that. And you, it's almost like you're watching commentary rather than like I just want an escape I, I just want to be in this person's yeah. world and yeah. it just seems like it's just a bunch of commentary on social media and like you know it, it, I don't know it's just very disconnected to me now where when I was watching like World War Z I'm like that was a movie about a virus breaking out and about zombies yeah but it wasn't about like how like someone messed up the call or whose country, what country's fault it was or how the president of this, it was just these zombies were coming and it was about Brad Pitt, like trying to help solve this for the yeah. world and about the love for the family. Yeah. Like that was the whole entire movie and it was flawless. I was glued. Hmm. I go, how have I not, if I seen that movie, I forgot. It is amazing. So good. I, that just reminded me, you know, in Universal, when you go on that backlot tour, you can see they have a set from World War Z with all, oh, really? Yeah, I remember it. it. It was just so good. It was so, so good. I love that. So, um... I'll have to rewatch. But that being said, I think we gotta bounce, baby. We gotta bounce. We gotta um, bounce. We love you guys. We do. Um, and, uh, yeah. So we'll, um... We'll be back here. We're doing uh, we're doing another uh, an episode on uh, on Sunday. We go live. We go live. I don't know if we're gonna go live this Sunday, but um, if you all want to consider becoming members, we're doing we do an extra podcast every Sunday. Yeah. So some of them are live. Some of them are pre-recorded like this. But um, if you're on Facebook, you can uh, check it out by clicking support now or on YouTube, join now, mm -hmm. or there's a link in the description. Just kind of see some of the perks if you're interested and you want to consider becoming a member. Um, we, we have a lot of fun over there, and we can be doing a little extra podcast, so oh, it's going to be yeah. fun. So we have that on Sunday, but then we'll be back here Wednesday. We'll keep you up to date. Uh, cross your fingers. Send us good vibes that we're going to find your parents a house and get this yes. career started off with a bang, and that we're going to find ourselves a house as well to rent. So well, it's going to be, be an interesting streets. week. So, um, <laughs> so thank you for stopping by. Congratulations, babe. I love you. I'm proud of you and uh, we will see you all next week.